Food is about people and places and moments in time. This is a Chef Demoni Snapshot with your host, Graham McLennan. Welcome back and greetings from Skidigat on Haida Gwaii. More about where I am in just a moment. Today's short episode, it's another snapshot from the road. And yes, for longtime listeners who have heard this type of episode before, I am once again traveling very light, which means that I do not have my usual computer and mic and preamp set up with me. And what that means is that I am absolutely talking to you from under a blanket right now. I have found that this is the best technique to get somewhat decent sound quality out of the onboard microphone in my laptop. So please bear with me through any less than crystal clear sound coming your way, and please think some highly oxygenated thoughts for me. It's slightly tough to breathe under here. Anyway, hi to Gwai. I am back for another stay, and the reason, again, is that my wife is doing some work here, and so that means I get to tag along, which is absolutely fantastic. So, there is a lot, there is a whole lot to know about Haida Gwai and about Guaihanas, and I will get to Guaihanas in a minute. But about Haida Gwai generally, there is history and culture and wildlife and beauty here, unlike anywhere else. The history and the culture of the Haida people, stretching back something like 14,000 years, really is awe-inspiring. The physical beauty of this place and its flora and fauna also awe-inspiring, but I am not remotely qualified to tell you about that. But I will say this, I cannot recommend highly enough visiting Haida Gwaii to experience it for yourself. The community is incredibly welcoming and there's just so much to learn here. It reminds me in a way of another field that I am similarly unqualified to comment on, and that is architecture. But I've read that the concepts of prospect and refuge were central to the work of Frank Lloyd Wright. So that, as I understand it, is that humans thrive in spaces where we can take refuge and also where we can stand and look out and see what's out there. We need nooks and crannies and we need high, wide open, inspiring places. And again, like nowhere else that I've seen, Haida Gwaii offers refuge and prospect. In any event, what I can comment on, with some authority at least, is some of the food that we have enjoyed recently. And this snapshot is going to focus on Guaihanas, and what, you might ask, is Guaihanas as distinct from Haida Gwaii? Well, I'm not sure distinct is the right word, but but here's my take. Haida Gwaii is an archipelago, and the two main islands are Moresby in the south and the brilliantly named Graham Island in the north. And as I record, I'm in Skidigat, which is on Graham Island. Now, covering much of Moresby Island and many other smaller islands in the south of Haida Gwaii is... <clears throat> Guaihanas National Park Reserve, National Marine Conservation Area Reserve, and Haida Heritage Site. Think National Park, except not really. Here's what the Parks Canada website has to say. Guaihanas embraces more than 1,800 wild, undeveloped islands and islets off the coast of northern British Columbia and is often called Canada's Galapagos. Together, the Government of Canada and the Council of the Haida Nation manage Guaihanas National Park Reserve, National Marine Conservation Area Reserve, and Haida Heritage Site through the Archipelago Management Board. The Guaihanas Agreement was signed in 1993. In this groundbreaking document, the two parties strongly agreed on the need to protect the region's natural, cultural, and marine treasures 
but also recognized their differing views on ownership of the area. That's what Canada, uh, Parks Canada says. What people around here have been saying is that Canada and the Haida dispute whose land this is, but they have agreed to disagree to agree so that together they can protect and preserve the area. It is a remote area, Guayanas. It is only really accessible by boat tour or kayak. I mean, you can take a float plane in, but then you're going to need some kind of boat transportation to get around. Last week, B and I went out on a four-day Zodiac tour with a company called Moresby Explorers, and we saw a great deal of Guayanas, including all five of the Haida Watchman sites. These are some particularly amazing village sites where Haida people greet visitors and share their knowledge. And again, this is well outside the usual Sheftimony territory. So I'll do here what any good podcaster would do in the situation and refer you to another podcast. There is a fantastic, about 45-minute long podcast by Parks Canada. And this one particular episode is on the village of Skungawai, which is at the southern end of Guayanas. I'll, I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes. And I'll say again, visit if you can of all of the places that I've been, including all of the places in Haida Gwaii. Skungwai stands alone, for me at least, for feeling the weight of human existence. It is unlike anywhere else on earth, at least that I've seen. So visit if you can, and for sure, listen to that podcast episode. Again, I'll put that in the show notes. And thanks to my neighbor Lisa in Gibsons for pointing that out to me. It made for a perfect pre-visit listen. Okay, so that is Guayanas. It's a huge park and conservancy area. It's extremely remote. It has crazy weather. Yes, the weather. Holy moly, the weather on Haida Gwaii. Edge of the world is the phrase that keeps coming to mind, and I've heard and read it in association with Haida Gwaii. When you visit, you will feel what I mean. Basically, it's Haida Gwaii, and then that's it. You're stepping off the world. This place is on the edge And that means that the wind and the tide and the waves and the everything make it a very volatile place to be. It can go from sunny to hot to slashing rain to freezing cold in very short order. Oh, and that reminds me, I should give a shout out to Chef Gary Lamort in my beloved Las Vegas. Uh, When we were there earlier this year and met with Gary, he very kindly gave B and me each an honest hospitality toque. And those have been keeping us warm on our Guayanas adventures. So we toured by Zodiac, uh, as I said, with Moresby Explorers. And this is a big Zodiac, big enough for nine guests and two guides. We were very well looked after by Jamie and Jeanne from Moresby Explorers. They clearly knew their business about boat safety, but they were also wonderful at introducing us to the area and finding tucked away beautiful spots for lunch. We had seven other amazing guests with us. It was so fun to get to know these people. We had Carol, Beth, Catherine, Lisa, Paul, Doug, and Bruce. And shout out to Bruce, who sat with me for much of the trip at the front of the Zodiac as we (laughs) made a block as best we could (laughs) against the rain and tried to shield the other passengers. So into the Zodiac we went, but we of course didn't sleep on the Zodiac. So we spent our first and third nights at a float house maintained by Moresby Explorers, really in the back of beyond, just outside the park area proper of Guayanas, but incredibly remote. So that was nights one and three. And on night two, we stayed at the southern end of Guayanas at Rose Harbor. So I'll tell you about Rose Harbor a little later. So our first night, and, and the first day was really the rainiest, big, big rolling waves, 
quite a bit of rain, quite chilly. We had great rain gear, but you know what it's like being out in the rain, particularly in an open boat. You do get wet, you do get chilled to the bone. So we came to the float house that first night. The chef there, fantastic. Ash, Chef Ash, ably assisted by Danny, and these two looked after us so, so well. So we came off the Zodiac and into the float house, shivering and peeled off our rain gear and our big boots. And Ash greeted us with this big pot full of hot, delicious tomato soup and some freshly made focaccia that must have been baked in a good amount of olive oil on a nice thick pan because it had this beautiful crunchy crust at the bottom. And these were the perfect things for warming us up as we came in from the rain. So we had that then got changed into uh, dryer gear, and then we all sat down at a communal table and had a fantastic dinner. We had some beautiful halibut fresh from the waters of Haida Gwaii, uh, seared and I think roasted, and uh, served with a great beurre blanc. Beurre blanc never goes amiss, really. Uh, There was rice. We had some asparagus with almonds and capers. We had some charred broccoli. It was just a delightful meal, capped off with some apple and caramel bars. So we had that dinner, and by very early in the evening, we were all (laughs) tired and feeling the weight of the day. Uh, So it was pretty early to bed and pretty early to rise as well. And the next morning, Ash had a fantastic breakfast set to go. We had oatmeal with uh, berries, we had granola, we had yogurt, uh, fantastic home fries, a big like cast iron pan full of um, home fried potatoes, and a big platter of bacon, so we were well set up for the day. We spent our days, of course, touring around Guayanas, hopping off the Zodiac occasionally, sometimes for a snack, sometimes for lunch, and sometimes to visit the Haida Watchman sites. Again, visit if you can. It's really, really spectacular. I would say that that after Skungwai, my favorites were Windy Bay, Uh, An incredible legacy pole was raised there in 2013 to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the the agreement between Canada and the Haida for managing Guayana. So Windy Bay was incredible. And then Hot Springs Island, also incredible, where there are natural hot springs and pools where some of the crowd had a dip in the warm waters. In any event, we made our way the second second day down to Rose Harbor at the southern end of Guayana. This is uh, a former whaling station. It is also, as I understand it, the only area within the park reserve where there is private property and there are some real characters who live in Rose Harbor. They have recently built, the people there have recently built this gorgeous cookhouse and it was staffed, again, very ably by Francis and Jody who put on incredible meals for us. So for dinner on our second night, we had a delicious coconut noodle soup, kind of a curry-themed menu, I would say. There was a lingcod curry, there was a cashew curry. We had basmati rice and veg with tamarind, all super delicious. Francis put those together and again served family style around a big, beautiful table. And then Jody had baked her first ever pie. I think she said it was her first ever pie, apple and plum. And the fruit was local and like very local (laughs) within a short walk from the cookhouse and baked in a wood-fired stove, which is absolutely fitting with the atmosphere that is Rose Harbor. Again, delicious. And the next morning we had this, um, I'll put a picture in the Instagram post that will go with this episode 
We had these delicious buckwheat pancakes with yogurt and a ginger apple compote. And, um, and Francis served them in this huge bowl in this really fun sort of pinwheel style. Again, terrific food. Uh, Rose Harbor, see it if you can. Meet these characters if you can. Wonderful people, welcoming, and again, a spot really on the edge of the world. More traveling the next day, and then we returned to the float house, and again to Ash and to Danny, and our second night there, we were greeted by lentil soup, and we had some sun-dried tomato scones that were ready for us. Again, holy moly, the perfect welcoming bite and nibble as we were pulling off the rain gear and getting ready for dinner. And then dinner itself, again delicious. We had a big platter of chicken thighs, this fantastic garlic sauce to go with them. We had roasted cauliflower. We had these scalloped potatoes, again, in these cast iron pans. Incredibly delicious. Not light, I'm going to say. I think there was a a fair bit of butter along with the cheese in there. But again, wow, what a warming, fantastic dish. And then we had a dessert that had, I don't know what to call it, but it was this stacked, cakey, pudding-y thing, pecan crust. There's a whole lot of cream. There was chocolate pudding involved and chocolate shavings on top. So Ash and Danny, thank you so much for looking after us so well. I could have curled up for many more days in the float house, eating your fantastic food, sipping on tea, and reading some of the great books that were there. What a wonderful place. And that really is my snapshot of Guayhanas. I highly recommend you listen to that Parks Canada podcast about Skungwai. I recommend that you do some research on Guayhanas and Haida Gwaii generally. And again, I recommend you come here yourself if you can. It is quite the place. Since we've been back, we have had a couple of great meals, and I mean back on Haida Gwaii. We are now staying in Skidigat. Skidigat is just up the road from another community here called Dejing Geeds, and that was formerly Queen Charlotte City. Great restaurants there. We are going back to gather uh, this coming week. Can't wait for that. And we have had two meals so far at Blacktail Haida Gwaii, also in Dejing Geeds. And uh, that is always a treat to go to Blacktail. We were there last night, and it was their end-of-season dinner. So we are very sad that they are now closed until next spring, but we're grateful that we were able to join them twice in very few days. So I would say the standout dish there from Blacktail over our two meals was the local coho salmon. Holy moly, was that fish good. Pan-seared, crispy skin served with chanterelles, also forged locally and delicious. And the sauce that went with it was really interesting and very delicious. It was a shishito pepper puree, so it had some definite kick to it, I would say. But it was also pooled on the plate, again, with some beurre blanc. And as I say, you can never go wrong with beurre blanc. That was a fantastic dish. And on both occasions, as I'm saying pretty much on every episode now, I don't really have a sweet tooth, but here's the sweet thing I enjoyed. And at Blacktail, it was the beignet. Uh, Very simple. There it is, fried dough, right? Served with chocolate sauce and some sprinkling of sugar. Fantastic. We also went... Because of a contact of my wife, Bee's recommended this, this place called Kinawi's Kitchen, and that is Kinawi Roberta Olson, who is a local Haida chef who showcases Haida foods in a menu in her home. Absolutely delicious. We went with our new friends from the Zodiac Tour. They were able to join us there, so we were really happy about that. And we had a real feast. We had uh, just a few highlights here. We had Gao. Uh, I've mentioned this before on the podcast. That is the combination of herring roe and kelp. So it's herring roe on kelp, 
harvested. We have it uh, prepared by Chef Roberta, both dried and then boiled, just blanched very, very quickly. So dried, it's crispy and delicious, and boiled, blanched, it is snappy, I would say, snappy, the seaweed, uh, snappy, spongy, but in the best way, and really intense. The fish eggs are really, really intense. So if you like caviar, you're going to like gao. We had some sockeye salmon. We had a halibut stew that was just outstanding. We had baked halibut as well. We had black cod. It was just a fantastic meal. And more than that, it was wonderful to be in uh, somebody's home here on Haida Gwaii and to be welcomed into their home and to share traditional foods that they had prepared for us. So that was a definite highlight. Okay, that is the end of the snapshot of Guayanas and a little bit of Haida Gwaii generally. Thank you, as always, for being here with me. Remember, I do love to hear from you, so please reach out if you have a question or a comment for the show, maybe a guest suggestion or a topic idea. Please do get in touch. You can find me on Instagram, X, formerly Twitter, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. Those are all at Cheftimony. On LinkedIn, you can find me under my name, Graham McLennan. Or, of course, you can always just send me an email to Graham at cheftimony.com. And if you're enjoying the show, please tell a food-loving friend about it. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Cheftimony wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm going to say that last part again. Please rate, review, or subscribe to Cheftimony. Uh, Ratings and written reviews, particularly on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, really do help other people to find the show. So thank you for considering doing that. All right, that really is it for now. Thanks again for being here. I'm Graham McLennan, and I'll see you again soon, right here on Chef Demonio.